Welcome back again to Podiatry Today podcasts. I'm Dr. Jennifer Spector, Podiatry Today's Managing Editor, and Dr. T. Wynn is back with us again today as our guest, this time diving into the topic of work-life balance. As you'll see, it's a very individual journey, but with threads that I'm sure that we can all relate to. She is a fellowship-trained podiatrist in practice in Freedom, California, and has some great pearls of wisdom to share with us. In your experience, what was the biggest challenge you faced to work-life balance when you began as a new practitioner? I think I didn't think about a work-life balance until I had my daughter. So backstory, I finished fellowship in 2016, and I took on an independent contractor job for a short period until my husband was done with his residency in dental surgery. And then we both then decided to move out, take a job here in California. And so I joined a private practice group for a short period. That energy that I had at the time, you know, I was very enthusiastic. I was open to seeing what private practice was like. And then I had my daughter in 2018 and I was really tired. (laughs) I was like, how on earth am I supposed to practice medicine, be a mom, be a wife to, you know, and like all this stuff came together and I just I had to really reprioritize what life meant for me and then I realized that working for somebody as a an associate that wasn't really going to be my path I made a conscious decision to go on my own in 2018 which was the same year I had my daughter because I needed to control my time I needed to control my schedule I needed to be able to say look I can only see a certain amount of patients and when you work for somebody that may not always be available to you, especially as a new grad. You're kind of expected to just go with the flow and take everything on. And you know, there's in, me- in medicine, there's a mentality that the newer grads get dumped on for stuff the older generation doesn't want and that, that is just commonplace. And so I knew that wasn't going to be my pathway. So that's when I really had to ask myself, what's, what's most important? You know, because work is hard. You had to learn billing. You had to learn coding. You had to learn what you could do, what you couldn't do based on the insurance, various insurances. You need to learn a a new language in practice. So I had to really like sit down in a journal and have quiet time and ask myself what was most important. And of course, most important to me now was making sure my daughter had me fully and not just like the tired version of me. Putting her first above everything else kind of reprioritized what was important to me. It was no longer important to me to be busy, do busy work. It was no longer important to me to see as much as I could in a day. So I really had this like energy reserve and I really had to ration it out carefully. I wanted to have enough at the end of the day for her and I wanted to be sufficient enough in the daytime for my patients. So I think that was the biggest challenge is how do I do the mom thing, the doctor thing and the business owner thing? I think a lot of docs don't even realize that they have those choices and they have the power to make those choices. I love your suggestion. You're talking about journaling and really figuring out what your priorities are because those big life events do come along and it really causes us to examine everything, but it would be nice if we didn't have to wait for one of those big life events that if we, that we knew we already had the power to, to really try to figure those things out uh, right off the bat. I think a lot of us function in a very strategic manner. You know, we went to school, there was a curriculum, there was an A, B, C to get to D. And then when you're kind of thrown out in the real world of practicing medicine, there really is no guidance. No one is telling you, you have to do it this way. You have to do this caseload. You have to get this certification. It's never linear. 
And I think that was probably the hardest thing to accept was that when I went into that, the previous job I was in, you know, my first question was, what's the pathway to ownership? When in fact, that was never even on the table, but that was just something that was ingrained in our training to ask, to kind of just know what's next. And when I asked that, I didn't really know if that was truly what I wanted or if that was just an expectation. Like I did the school, the residency, the fellowship, what's next? The job, the job, what's next? The ownership, what's next? And, you know, you keep going until something, you know, lands on your lap and it forces you to say, okay, what is it that I really want versus what people expect of me? So it's, I think my daughter, having my daughter was a gift in itself that it, that she's teaching me to reprioritize things that really do matter. I do think we are conditioned in that what's next mentality. You're absolutely right. I think we're constantly striving for the next goal, the next milestone. And then we get to a point where it's okay to exist in our current state and in our accomplishments and enjoy them and give that benefit to our families and give that benefit to our patients. But it's not something we necessarily know how to do. And you're right. We don't have a lot of examples on how to accomplish that. So that being said, knowing the journey that you went through, what are some of your top tips for new podiatrists coming out as far as establishing a healthy pathway towards some type of work-life balance? So a healthy pathway towards a work-life balance. We don't have to be strategic, by the way. It's not like A, B, and C, you know, it's, whatever the the road, wherever the road takes you, just take it. There's no wrong or right. It's just life experiences and you learn from them, right? So if you have to take a step back from medicine, don't punish yourself for being hard on yourself for that. That's okay. That's your path. That's your story. If you have to exit medicine, there's no failure in that. That's a choice. You can do that. And you can be happy doing that. There are no rules is what I've come to find. So I would say a healthy pathway is the one that speaks to you. What is it that you truly want versus what people are telling you that you should want? Totally different things. Once you accept that your voice, that you have control in your voice and what you want to do and how you choose to live your life, the rest is really easy. So now that I'm a business owner, I have complete control in my schedule. So now I can create a work-life balance, which sounds really funny to a lot of people because we were never taught business, right? In any part of our training. And a lot of us leave our training saying, I don't want to have anything to do with the business aspect of medicine. It just seems kind of nutty. And I agree it is. In order to get what you want, you have to give up something. So in order for me to have the freedom that I have now, I had to give up the story, the idea that I had that life is supposed to be a certain way. So that was my voice. That's how I started to develop a work-life balance. What was going to work best for me? So what worked best for me was having my own business creating my own schedule, seeing as many or as little patients as I wanted to, creating a me day, one me day per week. It's scheduled. It's a, it's a scheduled appointment with myself. I don't break it. I don't say, well, I can sacrifice myself. No, no, I cannot. It's an appointment with me. <laughs> it stays put in the schedule. The top three things I think probably on the top list of things to consider. Number one, be that energy you want to attract. If you're constantly tired, grouchy, complaining about this, this, and that, guess what's going to walk right in the door? Another person to complain about, another thing to worry about, another draining source of energy. Number two, speak to your elderly future self. So speak to your retired version of yourself, like maybe your 90-year-old version if you decide to live that long. 
what would that 90 year old version of you say to yourself about what you're doing right now? Are you doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing? Or are you just so busy with the busy work that you forgot life is passing you by? And then number three, say no more often. That means developing healthy boundaries. So keep this in mind. When you say yes to everything, which is common for a lot of new practitioners, like they, they teach you, you should say yes to everything. You should try every new opportunity, anything that comes in your way, you should say yes to. I'm going to argue no. Because when you say yes to everything, maybe it's adding on another patient, maybe taking on another case, taking on another call, you are taking away time from something else, yourself or your family. And I say this lovingly as a wife of a general surgeon who says yes to everything. So every time he takes that extra call in the middle of dinner to answer a colleague's question, even though he's not on call, he's going to take the call. He has broken into a sacred time before the family. We only spend maybe an hour after work together sitting at the table, dinner table uninterrupted. But every time he says yes to that phone call, I turn into wife mode and I am grouchy. I feel like, like, like time has been stolen from me. And I spent my schedule ensuring I don't take work home. Whoever is in that scenario, who is a people pleaser, myself included, develop those healthy boundaries. Say no more often to things that don't align to your future hope. Well, you've given us a lot to think about. And as you've mentioned, this is truly an expansive topic. That just means that we will have to have you back to continue the discussion. Hopefully this small sampling of your experience and lessons learned will inspire other DPMs to take a look at their path and what is possible. Thank you for sharing your time and thoughts today, and thank you to the listeners for joining us. Check out this and other episodes of Podiatry Today podcasts on podiatrytoday.com and on your favorite podcast platforms. 